Welcome to Not So Fun Facts with your host, Kylie. So, did you know that the majority of sexual assaults actually happen inside the victim's home? This has been Not So Fun Facts with your host, Kylie. Welcome to the Impact Defense Podcast. We are dedicated to giving you the information that you need to help keep you safe. Now let's join our hosts, Brian, Jada, and Kylie. All right, well... We do need to insert another ad, and um, Kylie, the people have spoken. Yes, they have. Oh, no. The people would like to see the return of the Irish pirate. (laughs) Be sure to look at the home defense security class on impactdefense.online slash home. There you can learn about attending or hosting one of our classes. Arrgh! <laughs> <laughs> and that was the Irish pirate. <laughs> and now onto the news portion of our podcast with your host, me. So. Are you going to do an Irish pirate con? I am definitely not. <laughs> okay. Dang it. <laughs> On a Tuesday morning, actually very recently, four men carrying guns barged into a man's home in Louisiana. The homeowner also had a gun and used it in self-defense. In fact, he was so successful that he shot all four intruders, killing two of them during the shootout. Mm. The two suspects who survived the shooting are facing first-degree murder Why are they or facing? attempted. Attempted. Okay, gotcha. They're facing attempted first-degree murder. A charge amplified because a stray bullet in the crossfire struck the homeowner's four-year-old daughter. Oh, gosh. But according to the family members, she received an operation and is expected to be okay. The homeowner is also not expected to face any charges as of this writing. They shouldn't. Well, yeah, but... I know lawyers, but sorry for any lawyers that actually listen to this podcast. Many of the people in the neighborhood were utterly shocked by what happened because it's kind of a quiet tight-knit neighborhood yeah so a lot of times this kind of stuff happens and it shocks people but the fact is it doesn't matter where you live these types of things can happen Mm -hmm. we've heard about and dealt with stories that happen um in very very big upscale nice neighborhoods and um scarily so some of them very very scary stories um and then we've heard about some stories that has happened in you know very poor neighborhoods it does not matter wherever you are it can happen, okay? We have to understand this. So our last podcast, if you didn't listen to that one, you really need to go back because that's talking about everything on the outside of your home to make it less likely for somebody to try to break into your home anyway. And more difficult should they decide to. Yes. And this one, we're really going to be talking about inside the home. I want to know who this man was, that there were four armed like suspects and a shootout, and he managed to shoot all four of them. It's John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> no, John Wick would have killed all four That's of them. That's true, yeah. And he wouldn't have needed a gun. He could just done it with a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy is, you know, small-scale home neighborhood John Wick. Yeah. You know? The, you know, the, so the nice um, stay-at-home dad John Wick, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's, let's look at this for a moment. Somebody comes in your house with four guns. Um, no, four people come. Four, I'm sorry, yeah, four four people come into your house with guns. It is not. They are obviously up to no good, and you need to do whatever you can to defend yourself. And that guy did a great, great job at that. 
Um, I'm very glad to hear it went that way and not any other way. Honestly, mm-hmm. it uh, really hurt my heart to hear that his four-year-old daughter ended up getting shot in the process, but I thank God she's going to be okay. We need to know that these types of things can happen. And you, you guys know and have heard of us, our biggest thing is safety. And however you decide to deal with uh, keeping yourself safe. This story right here is a very big reason as to why it might be a decent idea to have a home defense gun. Even if you decide not to carry. Or 17. (laughs) (laughs) But I I think that's a a really good reason right there to actually have a home defense gun. In all honesty, and I know we don't like to think about it like that, but something like this can happen pretty much anywhere. And you have, and you know, you have some people argue with the, I guess with the argument, that is, says the only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. And it, while that's not always actually accurate. Um, it is as, one of the most effective ways. It is one of the most effective ways. And when I'm sitting in my house and four armed men come through the house. That's when you need the safe with the shotgun sound so that they know they're about to get shot. That's true. Jada has an excellent idea that I think we need to patent before uh, anybody else does. Unlock a safe that it automatically creates the sound of a 12 gauge shotgun uh racking so yeah i really think it needs to happen yeah but for it but at any rate um we and we are going to actually get into talking about a little bit about firearms in the home for this one um but let's 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 move on a little bit i also want alexa to go into if you have an Alexa, you can say go into home defense mode or like go into red mode. And it says uh, something. No, no, you have to program that. Oh, well, you know, I the know. filthy animal thing like that? Yeah, like, that oh, would be a awesome. great line to just shout through my, a speaker. I'm not going to lie, though. Um, my favorite one was. Um, if you're hearing this, you already have a gun trained on you. Exit the home now. <laughs> well, my favorite one was I heard one where they, they started playing that. You know, it's all right, wrong house. It's time to die, and they start um, playing the um, "Let the bodies hit the floor." Let the bodies hit the floor. Yes, the I'm like, oh yes, I would love to do that. <laughs> Can you imagine the intimidation that you would feel stepping into a house and all of a sudden something like that happened? There's just, you know, one of those horror movie lullabies. <laughs> like that would be fun too. Okay. It would. Well, let's let's get into this a little bit. There are a couple of different ways and different things that you just can play do. the whack-a-mole theme. <laughs> There's a couple of different ways and a couple of things that you could do to on the inside of your house. Now, all right. So we've already established if you do all the things that we talked about on the outside of the house last time. Uh, cameras, um, you know, making it harder for somebody to actually break in the door by those big long screws uh, by doing all this, you need now, that's going to slow somebody down on the way in. Everything you do, look at it as creating a new layer just to slow somebody down an extra couple of seconds. Okay? You need a plan for a home invasion with your family. Okay? And I I hate that, but it's the truth. Dangling paint cans from the ceiling that are triggered when you step on (laughs) something. Yeah, we, I'm just. I'm sorry. I I love Home Alone for Home, home Alone. Home Alone's my favorite Christmas movie. Still, it, yeah, I'm a I'm a 40 year old man. Home Alone is my favorite Christmas movie. I have, you know, been a. I don't know if it's good or bad influence on my daughter. It's her favorite Christmas movie as well. So, we just we love Home Alone. Now my wife, not so much. 
I don't know, some kind of cheesy crap. So probably some kind of Hallmark movie. But anyway, I hope she don't listen to this. I'm getting in trouble. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, alarms. Okay, if we've slowed them down as much as possible, we have. You know, we're giving ourselves as much time to know that something has happened as possible. You can use one of those cameras at the door so you can see somebody, you know, one of those doorbell type cameras. You have all of this just to kind of add these extra layers and extra layers and extra layers to keep people from getting in as easy. Now, an actual alarm. I'm a big proponent of alarms. There's a lot of different versions out there. You can go with something like, uh, and we are not an affiliate of anything, but you can go with something like an ADT alarm, a more traditional kind of home alarm, or you can go with something like uh, Simply Safe. Which, if you're going to go with an alarm like that, I would probably lean towards Simply Safe. Again, not an affiliate. I know we we might ought to get one, but. <laughs> Not an affiliate for them, but I mean, the, what they have, you know, it's kind of, it's a lot cheaper to go with and it's, and it's just as good as any traditional alarm. One thing that we are doing in the house that um, they are bringing me out to work on is we are actually doing a smart home alarm system. I really like this. And, and actually we have something similar as well. I get, we get notifications. So if something goes off, somebody does the alarm this morning. Kylie like forgot that our alarm was on for overnight and she opened the door and the alarm starts going off and I get a thing on my phone that says, oh, you know, your front door alarm's been triggered. Okay. It's enough for me to wake me up. And then just with everything else that's going on, I'm able to check the camera on the, the doorbell. I can do all these other things to kind of make sure that, it, you know, that it is an actual thing if something actually happens but also i know i got a notification just a moment ago my wife alarm armed the alarm so she just left um it just helps me to keep track of everything that's going on at the house if we are not there uh, you can set these things up however and go as crazy as you want to you can have indoor cameras you can have outdoor cameras you can have everything and obviously you can have all that with adt or something like that as well that's monitored you know, again, the people that we are doing uh, do the home security stuff for at their house, they didn't want indoor cameras that were connected to the Internet. They, you know, so we were able to tailor that system exactly to what they wanted. I think you need to have a couple different options for depending on how everything goes down. Yeah. So... First off, if it seems like they are already in the house, it's better to find somewhere very near you to hide instead of trying to make it across the house. Yeah. You know, because, for instance, the way you have things set up with Kylie is if um, someone is trying to get in the door, she knows that she has about this much time to make it to your guys' bedroom. Mm -hmm. So her first and um, most desirable option is to get to you guys. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't happen, you need to know what to do then. So if it seems like there's already someone inside of the house. Yep. So um, say it's too late, Kylie. What do you do? Barricade my door and hide in the closet. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's an absolute definite thing. You know, here's an idea. You mount a rack to the door and then a rack to the wall. And then you have your just-in-case handy-dandy two-by-four. That you just lock into bag. that. You oh. just lock into that. No, that actually is a thing. Yeah. I was just like, well, then they have to get through a two by four. Yep. 
Well, really, the screw is holding the racks to the wall, but... Yeah, that's really what it is. Yeah, but still, it'll give you enough time to mm -hmm. hide or do whatever you need to do. But yeah, no, I always had the plan of scaling the door frame of my closet and getting up to the top of my closet because I always kept a knife on this like little shelf here, so I was just going to be waiting at the top of my closet like this. <laughs> to just jump down. And... But I had a plan. Like, I had one... I had a bunk bed, so there was the metal bar, and I figured if I was going to be tied to anything in my bedroom, they'd probably try to tie me to that. And so I had a knife right under my mattress on that side, just in case I was tied to the bedpost, so that I could get it out and untie myself. You know, whenever I think about it, I was always, like, going to have this job. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had all that before I did karate or self-defense stuff, so. And you really need a safe room. Well, maybe two. Yeah, so basically a safe room in a house. Don't think about what you see in the movies with these big metal doors that come, you know, rolling down mm -hmm. and locking the place or anything like that. Really, setting up a safe room is just, you want to have a door that is heavier than a normal inside door. So a sniper post. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, <laughs> just a normal, you know, you want something heavier than what's a normal inside door. And then on that, you want a heavier lock. Something that somebody can't just break in very easily. And then a nice, normal kind of heavier kind of doorknob and lock with the regular key and not the little push button thing. And then again, you're going to drill in those big long screws to make it really hard to bust through the door. It's going to buy you more time. And then inside your safe room, you have a phone of some type so you can call 911. You have, uh, if you, you know, self-defense, if you want a self-defense firearm, you want to store it there where you can get it. You want to talk. You want to have a um, a set of keys to your house. If you have upstairs, especially, what you want is a set of keys to your front door attached to like a glow stick. So that glow stick, then you just kind of break the glow stick, and then now it's you know you break it and you shake it up so it's just glowing. And when you call the nine one one, you say, okay, uh, there is a set of keys to my front door, just in case they didn't break in. You know, kick in the front door. If they kicked in the front door, obviously it's going to be a lot easier to deal with. But you have this here just in case. Say, my, um, my keys are attached to a glow stick outside of this window, and I, you throw it out the window. So you obviously want a room with a window. If you have a second story, you may want a ladder so you can escape the house if you need to. Uh, so you want to think about all these types of things. This would be a realistic safe room and something that's not very expensive to set up. Zip line off the top of the house. Home alone. <laughs> Now, let's talk about, uh, and we did not discuss in the first one. Generally, you want to avoid pet doors on yeah. your house because, you know, small adults, and depending on how big your dog is, normal size adults can come in through a pet door. Which, I mean, cat doors are much smaller than that. Kids can get in. Yeah. There are plenty of stories where criminals use children to help break into places and abduct other children and all kinds of things out there. Criminals use kids for things. So that is something that we have to think about. Um, but anyway, we have other things that I was going to say. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to make sure Kylie cuts this out. What Even the ones say? that work according to your pet's collar. It's really easy for someone to just snatch the collar off of the animal. 
Yeah, under the right conditions. So I just, I'm not a fan of pet doors. But if you do have, now I'll be honest with you, the reason, here's the reason I thought of the pet door thing was because of Home Alone. And uh, him sticking his head. Kevin through. with the yeah with the BB gun when he when the guy mm-hmm. stuck his head through and he shot him in the head with a BB gun, which was freaking hilarious. But that's a soft point. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so because because really what we're going to get into talking about is firearms. I like to think that weapon. he grew up to own a home security system, like company. Actually, I think he grew up to be a drug addict, but that's a soft effect. No. Oh, you're talking about Kevin from Home Alone, yeah, not, Kevin, not the actor. Okay, got you. I'm sorry. I think uh, he's uh, recovering. Yeah, he is. He's. I think he's. He's. I'm just. Just. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, we Five did homes. not. We did not mention garage doors. We did not mention garage doors. So make sure that you are very careful what you do with that remote. Uh, again, I honestly like the kind of a smart home kind of setup you can do so much security stuff with a very basic smart home setup you don't have to think about smart homes like think about smart homes as in a security thing don't think about smart homes necessarily as you know the really cool hey uh whoever turn on living room lights that's cool i mean if you want to do that that's perfectly fine but when you have your lights set up like that you can have them on a timer so you know you're going to be home not be home uh, you can have the lights come on at a certain time, have them go off at a certain time. If you're not going to be home at a certain time and you normally would be, you can just do it from your phone. Um, you know, if you're going to go away for vacation, you want to use all these things and, and automate your lights in such a way where it makes it look like somebody's going to be home. You can turn on your TV at certain times. You can do all kinds of crazy stuff with smart homes now. Awesome. On the garage door thing... Lock the door that leads to the inside of your home, yes. even if your garage door is closed. Yes. Lock that door because that is a huge entry point for home invaders. Yep. Yep. A lot of them use that quite often because all they have to do is break into your garage door, which actually is a much easier door to break into in a lot of ways. Uh, so make sure that you get that, that keep that door nice and locked very well as well. Firearms in the home. First off, you have to be able to store it where it is safe if you have, it it doesn't matter if you don't have children or not, you need to not just leave your firearm out on your nightstand. It is not the thing to do. There are certain furniture out there that you can purchase that give you very quick access and it keeps it hidden and locked away. And unless you either use an RFID card or if you use certain magnets in certain places or you know anything like that you can't get that to open there are nightstands with hidden compartments for firearms there's some really cool stuff out there with hidden compartments that are locked in certain ways uh somebody breaks into your house that way it's out of plain view it's not something that people are going after uh but also it'll give you very quick access there's also like single pistol type safes where you can just like enter a very quick code and get it open. A couple things that I'm not a fan of, and that is the trigger locks that you have to insert a key for, because what if you can't find that key? Okay, and somebody just broke into your house and you cannot find that key. Um, I know someone who made their own. Plus you take that and it's really super hard to do that under pressure. Get that key in there, turn it, get the trigger lock off, there are trigger locks with combinations. That's really hard to deal with. There are trigger locks with uh, that are biometric. Those are probably the best, but 
I think hidden is a better option. I do too. I'm just I'm just trying to make sure that I cover the bases. Um, the biometric thing, which is my favorite type of trigger lock, but what happens in that moment when you grab it in that one moment that you really need it, you hadn't messed with it forever, and the battery's dead? Then it's paperweight or a bludgeoning weapon. But anyway, have that somewhere. Not a normal traditional safe because the normal traditional safe is probably a lot slower access than your regular, mm-hmm. than anything else. It's a else. long combination. It's hard to yep. remember. Um, I know someone who made their own hidden compartment for okay. a gun. They mm-hmm. took um, a picture frame that they kept on the wall. It's like of a diploma. Um, and they took it off the wall, cut out a section of the drywall, and made a box compartment and have the picture frame attached to hinges so they can pull the picture frame down and it's right there. That's cool. So there, there are lots of ways to like create hidden compartments that are, are that anything. That was just you a pretty simple way to do it. It is. The, my only problem with that one is it doesn't lock in any way. And yeah. yeah, so you want to think about that, especially if you have kids because kids mess with things. That's why it's a high or, picture frame or in des- their bedroom. Or destroy things. There's lots, I'm not going to lie, there's lots of things that I destroyed around our house when I was a kid. I was that kid. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I've heard stories. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's not a part of the podcast. Uh, firearms. Now, once you get that firearm, what your goal is you do not go through your house and clear your house. Okay? I don't care what you think of yourself. You are not John Wick. John Wick is not John Except Wick. Except for that one guy in the story at the start of this. Yeah, but he was John Wick light. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he was discount John Wick. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so mm. you want to get into a spot in that safe room area and have the gun and be ready. And then, if and only if someone breaks that barrier, do you use that firearm? Okay, the stuff that's in your house does not matter. Now, the one exception to the rule is if you have a child on the other side of the house. That might be the time that you say, I'm, I'm going through the house. Okay? Now, if you have if you and your spouse is there, you may want to have, in, in, let's say. It might be a good idea to have like, a system hooked up to where you press a button and it notifies something in the other safe room. So if you have one on both sides of the house so that you can know. There is so many different things you could do. Like maybe yeah. you press the green one if they've made it to the safe room safely. And then they press the red one if someone's trying to enter the other safe room. Yeah, there's all kinds of different things that you could possibly do. I mean, and again, we go back to smart home things and communications and different things that we have available to us at this point in time. It's so much easier to set up things than there used to be. I mean, used to you'd have to run wires from one to the other and do something like this. Now you take a oh, uh, an Echo Dot, uh, a Google Home uh, thing, the, I don't know what it's called, the, the little one though. I don't, is it a mini? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the, um, the Apple one. What's that called? The uh, AirPod Mini. Uh, you have these little things. You can just put one in each of them, and you can communicate back and forth pretty easily. You can do all of these things, whatever. I mean, there's just so many different ways of doing some of this. Um, but anyway, if I have that fire firearm and everybody made it to the safe room, I'm going to sit there with that firearm and wait. And somebody's going to call 911. Everybody has their job. Someone calls 911. Um, and I'm going to stand, sit there and wait until somebody breaches that barrier. I pray they don't. Now, if you don't and you have to go clearing the house, um, 
you do have the advantage in the fact that it's your home. But we do not want to necessarily advocate for that. Um, but if you have to clear the house because you have a child on the other side of the house, then they need to know. Kylie knows. When she goes to their closet and goes to hide in her closet, she gets down low. She lays down under like clothes that is hanging. That way, it's a lot less likely for a stray bullet to hit her. Okay? And I know where she is. If I have to clear the house because somebody is in there and she wasn't able to make it, then I know she got out of her bed into the closet and is now hiding and we're about where in the house that is. So I know in what angles that I can possibly shoot if I have to shoot. So th these are things that you have to think about. Um, and there are, honestly, there are more. We might come back and revisit some more things on this one. Uh, but we just want to give you guys a very good just kind of overview uh, for home security and home defense and starting at the outside and kind of moving inside. As with everything, it's always best to practice whatever uh, method you choose to use to defend your own home. So if you choose to practice with a firearm, really the most effective and efficient way to practice with a firearm inside your home is to get something like a cert pistol mm -hmm. that uses a laser instead of actual cartridges. And that way you can practice, see bullet lines, know wh what you would do and when and where that bullet would go if you did have to shoot from that particular place. Um, and as a reminder, if you go to the CERT Pistol website and use coupon code IMPACTDEFENSE, you get 10% off of your purchase. Yep. And we, we realize those things are not really cheap, but they are really, really good quality uh, guns that give you a very good understanding of what it actually feels like to pull that trigger. Mm -hmm. We would not advocate for them if it weren't for the fact that that's what we use ourselves. Yes. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. This week's review is from Jules76. Fun podcast and very informative. Can't wait to hear more. Thanks, Jules. If you find this podcast helpful and informative, go ahead and share it with your friends and get our names out there. Yeah, we would really appreciate that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay safe, stay alert, and we'll see you in the next podcast. See you guys. Thank you for listening to the Impact Defense Podcast. If you would like to learn more about how to keep yourself safe, check out the articles, videos, courses, and seminars at www.impactdefense.online. We also do training for security teams, churches, businesses, groups, and more. Stay sharp, stay focused, and train hard.